Good Monday, everyone. Paul Andrigo here, Toronto Real Estate Unfiltered. Now, part of Toronto for me has always been GTA. So whenever you hear me or see me say or see me write Toronto, it includes the GTA. So very important report that I'm reviewing today is the Toronto Real Estate Board York Region Market Year in Review and Outlook for 2019. So this report was just released on February 22nd, and I had a couple of days to just sort of go over it and sort of pick out the uh, the highlights to make sure that, again, if, if you feel like reading the report, I'll send you a copy. Uh, but more importantly, I want to make sure that you guys get the, uh, the meat and potatoes sort of thing um, of these reports from me. And of course, via this podcast means you can hopefully just be listening to it in the car, um, on the, you know, on the drive and or transit on the way back from, uh, you know, if some of you who worked in, in, in Toronto, excuse me, uh, who travel back and forth for work, uh, which a lot of you do, uh, a lot of you do. Um, and I do have a lot of stats on that as well showing the amount of money that people are paying, um, for, you know, for transit and for, um, transportation, uh, from different areas and how they weigh in with how much you might be saving or not, uh, in housing. So it's a really big, very important conversation that I hope that we get to have in person. Again, none of this stuff, no podcast, no website, no commercial, uh, none of this stuff matters until it's you and me in the room, uh, sitting over a coffee, discussing how this all relates to you. So let's start off with saying that um, the report states that we do expect to see a better year in 2019 for sales and selling prices reported by GTA Realtors through the MLS system. So that's good news. Um, There's been some slowdowns last year and a lot of it has to do with the OFSI mandated mortgage stress test, which of course has added, um, you know, a little bit of stress, I would, I would say to, uh, home buyers who are looking in the area. Um, the good news though, is this year it's looking like the, um, the amount of home buyers, uh, potential home buyers has increased for York region. So the good news is that, uh, again, it's going to be a, a great opportunity for those who are again, buying here with me. Uh, and I do on a re- on a weekly basis, I do York region tours, whether it's Vaughn, whether it's, um, Richmond Hill, whether it's Aurora, I, I, I do a very thorough review of these areas before we start talking about which properties work for you on all levels. Um, next part is the forecasted sales. Uh, 83,000 sales are forecast to be reported this year in 2019 compared to the 77,375 reported in 2018. So the good news is that it looks like there's going to be, uh, the projection anyways, is going to be a few more sales. Um, and of course that really is going to have a lot to do with, um, you know, which part of the market that you're in and how you're going to make your property as attractive as possible. So the good news about me, and this is basically as easy as flicking a switch for me when I do, when I do my pinpoint marketing. So when I'm able to actually find out, um, you know, who's buying in each part of York region, I'm able to actually set up literally a, a, a pipeline, uh, for you guys to make sure that your property is being looked at by the right type of buyers. Now, this is something I spend a lot of time and energy and money, uh, researching, which is why it's so important that whether you're in York region, whether you're in Durham region or whether you're in Halton region, um, these are all the areas that are within the, the, the GTA area. Uh, and you guys have to be working with me via my system to make sure that you're able to get your property being looked at by those right 
type of buyers in the right, uh, you know, in the right demographic, the ones that are looking for you. And there's so many more reasons um, than that to be working with me directly. But that's a, a really big one. Uh, the next big part is that uh, the amount of um, the, the the amount that you'd have to qualify. So GTA home buyers had to qualify for monthly payments almost seven hundred dollars above what they would actually pay in 2018. So the Ipsos Reads survey that was, is being used here uh, confirms that the the mortgage stress test has negatively impacted affordability. So you as a seller, what you need to be hearing when I say that is that is going to be affecting and is affecting what you could possibly get from your property. So it's really important that we act uh, on any sort of a, you know, near peak situation that, you know, your, your properties might be at, uh, because again, it may not get better, um, there's no way to know. Nobody knows for sure. But if you're looking at possibly doing a trade up, a trade down or a trade out of town, whatever it is, um, you would be wise to make sure that you've, are, you know, if you haven't registered yet, please go directly to mysoldreport.com. Uh, I've made it, I hope even more not just easy, but I hope I've made it more real. Um, I've tried to create a page where uh, it flows a little bit more like the conversations that we end up having when you're in seller bootcamp. Because so many people have had such great experiences with that. um, I've tried to make it sort of a, a very smooth flowing page. So that's the good news. Now in York region for low rise home types, buyers would have had or would have to qualify for payments 650 to over $1,000 more than they would actually pay on average. So as a result of that, that's going to affect the average buyer's, you know, uh, affordability, what they can afford. So it's very important. And this, this is, this is actually, again, this is across, again, whether you're living in York region or in Toronto, this has a, this is a big discussion matter for me with sellers is understanding that if people are bidding outside of their affordable range, meaning they're, they're people that are putting down 10%, for example, uh, and they're, you know, bidding on a property and they're bidding against other people. Um, and they have not done any sort of the, any of the hard work, the pre appraisal, um, of, of, of the property, which not a lot of buyers do. I've got a very specific system I follow, but I assure you, this is not what the average realtor is doing. So what I'm trying to do is make sure you understand as a seller is that even if you've sold your property, but if the gap between what they can afford and what the appraisal value is too large, they might not close on it. So selling it is one thing. Sold sign in the long, fine, fine. It looks great. Uh, everybody's happy. Not me. Um, I always say that we, we celebrate on closing day after the deal's done. The sold sign literally is just one piece of the puzzle. Um, and again, if you're if you're doing and this is the thing that I do uh, again as as part of my um, uh, very intricate checklist system and it's one of the reasons why every sale uh, every listing that I handled in 2018 both sold and closed is because I try to make sure that I'm not just dealing with the most qualified bidder in terms of price but I'm also doing all my due diligence and making sure that they can actually afford the amount they're bidding outside of the obvious stuff, which is the deposit and and the things that I'm hearing. So it's my job to be, again, knowing all this stuff for you to eliminate um, the possibilities. And again, no one can eliminate them fully, but to reduce the chances of something going wrong uh, because of the fact that, again, the the proper checks and balances weren't done. Uh, After doing this for 19 years, again, I've got a pretty good smooth system uh, and all you have to do literally is be working with me to be be part of that. Um, The other 
other part is that again, yeah, the the amount of buyer, the amount of first time buyers um, um, that are that are looking to buy in the area, uh, I believe, has gone up from twenty five percent a year ago up to twenty six percent of of the buyers that were surveyed. Um, so they're going to be uh, there's going to be some definitely some good buying activity. Uh, it's just a matter of how much they can afford. Um, and lastly, the, the main thing to understand is that, uh, there's a lot of uh, research as well going on when it, when it terms, when it comes to York region, there's always been the issue of, um, the transportation aspect. And again, I've, I've got some, uh, I've got some other stats I can share with you if you're, uh, sitting down with me about this, uh, to show you the differences between the, again, the cost of transit for people living, you know, outside of the Toronto area. Uh, and it's usually, it's, 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 it's a lot higher, um, in terms of, you know, how much of your more mortgage, your, you know, uh, um, the, the percentage of your mortgage, uh, that you're paying and the amount of, you know, amount of money you're spending on possible transit and transportation. Um, the one thing that, uh, this report also mentions is of course, uh, you know, the, the adding to, to housing supply, which of course we all need. Uh, and one of them, basically one of the parts of it has a lot to do with, um, how the Toronto area specifically, um, is, is, uh, is missing a lot of, uh, middle level construction. Uh, and if done correctly, it could actually add over 200,000 units over a 30 year period. Uh, in my opinion, um, if you do know the Toronto area, uh, you'll, you'll know that we have a very low vacancy rate and we need way more places, uh, in a shorter time than 30 years. We need about 200,000, I believe in a decade. Uh, that's just my opinion. But again, I've been looking at these numbers for a long time. So last thing is the forecasted, and this is of course the, uh, the part that a lot of you are listening closely for, um, the forecasted for the, uh, the, the average sales is, uh, as, as I said, uh, 77,000 in 2018, the forecast for this year is 83,000, uh, and the average sale price last year, um, and this was basically from 2017 was 822, uh, let's say 823, 823,000. Uh, that went down to 787,000. So um, the forecasted uh, prediction is about 820,000. So it's a good opportunity to go back up to which was in 2017, pretty much the peak price in York region. Prior to that, in 2016, it was 720. 2015, it was 622 and 2014, it was uh, 567,000. So it's gone up quite a bit, obviously, even since 2014, 2015. So if you've been there for two or three years, uh, again, you're in a very good position to, again, take some of that equity, um, you know, perhaps move up to a larger place, um, maybe even a smaller place. You might be doing a move down, but essentially being able to find out how much your houses have made on average, um, was, is, you know, works out to approximately $300,000 if you bought back in 2014 for the average price. Uh, I don't know how many of you did. Hopefully when you're working with me, that's a, that's a number that we pay very close attention to, uh, because I'm from again, way before any of this stuff, any, bef anything before for podcasting and Facebook and all this stuff. Um, the theory is that you make money when you buy. So those of you who are getting yourself involved in, in you know, in, in bidding wars and, and, and paying more than you should, uh, the one thing I always make sure, even when you're in those positions that sold over asking itself does not mean anything, finding out what the proper value of the property with me. Uh, and that's also something that I do. I do a buy a buyer version of mysoldreport.com uh, for you guys and say, if I was, you know, giving you a, an actual number for that property, here's what it is. And then you'll be able to say, okay, how much 
you are you are willing to pay because a lot of times of course you know the the bidding price just like any other auction platform uh, the bidding price is you know the starting bid so I, I try to give you a more real number and let you basically say okay the house you know that you're looking at is is priced at 699 but it's worth 820 so obviously uh, you know anything between eight and nine hundred would be um, you know a safe a safe area to bid in. Uh, and then of course, you know, hoping that, you know, we look at all the numbers and be able to tell you, you know, how the area is done. There's no guarantees for anybody, myself included, uh, on our properties. But the good news is if you, again, look at all the numbers and you, and you, and you play it smart, including also the properties that I add to my tours, which some of which are not on the market. Some of them are properties that were on the market before. Um, some of them that are just contacts of mine from over the years. Uh, there's also some amazing opportunities I have. And that includes in York region as well as Toronto. So, and again, this is just something over the years, I focus so much more. Um, and, uh, you know, it, this is probably good and bad too. I focus so much more on my relationship building that some years, again, it probably didn't help my sales, but in other years it doubled my sales. So really the only way I can say it is that again, the connections that I've made all, all through the years, um, sometimes it'll take five or 10 years before I will need to, um, you know, use that connection and, 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 you know, talk about that property that I might have. Uh, but that's, that's a big part of this whole thing for me. So hopefully you've, you've enjoyed this review of the, uh, Treb York region market review, uh, year in review and the outlook for 2019. By all means, again, it's very much personal. This is very individual. So each one of you with property here or, or looking to buy, again, in any of the York Region areas, whether it be Richmond Hill, whether it be Stouffville, Whitchurch, whether it be uh, Aurora, whether it be Vaughn, uh, Markham, all these places. Um, I, I, I know these very well. In fact, I got married in Markham um, and uh, just celebrated my uh, 17th anniversary with my wife. Um, so I've, I've had a lot of good memories up there. I've had a lot of people that I've helped buy property. Some of you might even be listening. Hello. Um, and hopefully if you we haven't connected yet, let's just make sure we do. Um, again, start off at either um, uniquetoronto.com or mysoldreport.com. But the the point of starting that conversation, I hope, is, is again, for us to connect on, on whatever level you're comfortable with, whether it's email, whether it's a phone call. Uh, it's always going to be very low key, especially our first meeting. Uh, we're never going to get into the big stuff. That really only is going to happen when, uh, you know, we've decided that we want to work together. And that to me is part of it. The transaction is, is again, something that can sometimes be, you know, um, done and over within a few days. But the relationship for me, I would much rather start that months, years in advance. Um, and, and of course, I want it to go far uh, farther than just the transaction date itself. Uh, and that's what I do. Again, that's just how I work to me, you cannot, um, you know, change your systems because again, uh, you know, there's the, the transaction has closed and, and that's it for me. That's actually in some cases, the beginning, um, you know, of a, of a really good friendship with a lot of you. So thanks so much for tuning in. Uh, have yourselves a great day.